Hello, this is RJD, the Supreme Court of the United States Opinion Syllabus in Nance v. Ward, certiorari to the United States Court of Appeals for the 11th Circuit, argued April 25th, 2022, decided June 23rd, 2022. Uh, if you'd like to support the podcast, find the PayPal link in the show notes. A prisoner who challenges a state's proposed method of execution under the Eighth Amendment must identify a readily available alternative method that would significantly reduce the risk of severe pain. If the prisoner proposes a method already authorized under state law, the court has held that his claim can go forward under 42 U.S.C. section 1983, rather than in habeas. See uh, Nielsen v. Campbell. But the prisoner is not confined to proposing a method already authorized under state law. He may ask for a method used in other states. See Bucklew versus Presythe. The question presented is whether a prisoner who does so may still proceed under Section 1983. Petitioner Michael Nance brought suit under Section 1983 to enjoin Georgia from using lethal injection to carry out his execution. Lethal injection is the only method of execution that Georgia law now authorizes. Nance alleges that applying that method to him would create a substantial risk of severe pain. As an alternative to lethal injection, Nance proposed death by firing squad, a method currently approved by four other states. The district court dismissed Nance's Section 1983 suit as untimely. The 11th Circuit rejected it for a different reason, that Nance should have advanced his method of execution claim by way of a habeas petition rather than a 1983 suit. A habeas petition, um, that court stated, is appropriate when a prisoner seeks to invalidate his death sentence. And the 11th Circuit thought that was what Nance was doing. It asserted that Georgia law, which again only authorizes execution by lethal injection, had to be taken as fixed. Under that fixed law, the court said enjoining Georgia from executing Nance by lethal injection would mean that he could not be executed at all. The court therefore reconstrued Nance's Section 1983 complaint as a habeas petition. Having done so, the court then dismissed Nance's petition as a second or successive because he had previously sought federal habeas relief. The Supreme Court held the decision below is reversed and remanded, and Justice Kagan delivered the opinion. Section 1983 remains an appropriate vehicle for a prisoner's method of execution claim, where, as here, the prisoner proposes an alternative method not authorized by the state's death penalty statute. Both Section 1983 and the federal habeas statute enable a prisoner to complain of unconstitutional treatment at the hands of state officials. Heck versus Humphrey. A prisoner may generally sue under Section 1983 unless his claim falls into that statute's implicit exception for actions that lie within the core of habeas corpus. Um, Wilkinson versus Dotson. When a prisoner seeks relief that would necessarily imply the invalidity of his conviction or sentence, he comes within the core and must proceed in habeas. Heck again. The court has twice held that prisoners could bring method of execution claims under Section 1983, see Nielsen and Hale v. McDonough. Although these cases predated the court's requirement that prisoners identify alternative methods of execution, each prisoner had still said enough to leave the court convinced 
that alternatives to the challenge procedures were available. See again Nielsen and Hill. Because alternatives were available, the prisoners' challenges would not necessarily prevent the state from carrying out their executions. Uh, that's quoting Nielsen, C. Hill. That made Section 1983 a proper vehicle. In uh, Nielsen and Hill, the court observed that using a different method required only a change in an agency's uncodified protocol. Here, Georgia would have to change its statute to carry out Nance's execution by firing squad. Except for that fact, this case would even more clearly than Nielsen and Hill be fit for Section 1983. Since those cases, the court has required a prisoner bringing a method of execution claim to propose an alternative way of carrying out his death sentence. Thus, in order granting the prisoner relief does not, as required for habeas, necessarily present the state or prevent the state from implementing the execution. That's uh, Nielsen. Rather, the order gives the state a pathway forward. That remains true even whereas here, the proposed alternative is one unauthorized by present state law. Nance's requested relief still places his execution in Georgia's control. If Georgia wants to carry out the death sentence, it can, act, can enact legislation approving what the court has found to be a fairly easy-to-employ method of execution. Although that may take more time and effort than changing an agency protocol, Hill explained that the incidental delay involving involved in changing a procedure is irrelevant to the vehicle question, which focuses whether the requested relief would necessarily invalidate the death sentence. And anyway, Georgia has no reason to think that passing new legislation would be a substantial impediment. The Court of Appeals could reach the contrary conclusion only by wrongly treating Georgia's statute as immutable. In its view, granting Nance relief would necessarily imply the invalidity of his death sentence, because Georgia law must be taken as fixed. But one of the main aims of Section 1983 is to override and thus compel change of state laws when necessary to vindicate federal constitutional rights. Uh, that's Monroe versus Pape. Indeed, courts not uncommonly entertain prisoner suits under Section 1983 that may, if successful, require changing state law. Under the contrary approach, the federal vehicle for bringing a federal method of execution claim would depend on the vagaries of state law. Consider how Nance's claim would fare in different states. In Georgia, and any other state with lethal injection as the sole authorized method, he would have to bring his claim in a habeas petition but states authorizing other methods when a court holds injection unlawful, he could, but in, uh, <laughs> all right, uh, going back a little, uh, he would have to bring his claim in a habeas petition, but in states authorizing other methods when a court holds injection unlawful, he could file a section 1983 suit. It would be strange to read a state by state discrepancy into the court's understanding of how Section 1983 and the habeas statute apply to federal constitutional claims. That is especially so because the use of the vehicles can lead to different outcomes. An inmate in one state could end up getting his requested relief, while an inmate in another might have his case thrown out. The approach of the Court of Appeals raises one last problem. 
It threatens to undo the commitment to this court, the commitment this court made in Bucklew. The court there told prisoners they could identify an alternative method not presently authorized by the ex- executing state's law. But under the approach of the Court of Appeals, a prisoner who presents an out-of-state alternative is relegated to habeas, and once there, he will almost inevitably collide with the second or successive bar. That result, precluding claims like Nance's, would turn Bucklew into a sham. Finally, recognizing that Section 1983 is a good vehicle for a claim like Nance's does not countenance last-minute claims to forestall an execution. Courts must consider delay in deciding whether to grant a stay of execution, and outside the stay context, courts have tools to streamline Section 1983 actions and protect a sentence's timely enforcement. The decision below is reversed and remanded. Justice Kagan delivered the opinion of the court, in which Chief Justice Roberts and Justices Breyer, Sotomayor, and Kavanaugh joined. Justice Barrett filed a dissenting opinion, in which Justice Thomas Alito and Gorsuch joined. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to support me or the podcast, you can find me on um, PayPal. You can see the link in the show notes or uh, get a hold of me at roadscholar80 at gmail.com. That's R O A D S, like the truck driving roads, and 80 like the number 80. There you go.